In a world of EMS podcasters, EMS Office Hours is the only live podcast bringing you the latest topics and opinions in EMS. Turn down your scanner and turn up your speakers as we join Jim Hoffman and Josh Knapp on their latest EMS podcasting journey. And this is Josh Knapp. Josh? Um, We're straight to you almost live, Jim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, um, today is, uh, I guess, a a recording. If you listen to this on Sunday, of course, this is a pre-recorded session that Josh and I are live now. But we're live right now. So it's live. It's live to you if if you're just hearing it. Right. Yeah. Right. But, um, you know, the, we, we're still kind of struggling with some of the end of summer, early fall sort of scheduling things going on, well, you know. you know, listen, uh, our personal lives do get in... in you get in the way of this damn podcasting. Oh, man, so. you know, it's like it's like how work gets in the way of our personal lives. Exactly, that damn work, but if it's only for it, that... I could really just relax if grow a nice big yeah, grow a nice big big fuzzy beard and hundred percent. You know, be the mountain man that I was I was born to be. Uh, and and healthier for it too. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> um I do of course want to mention that uh this episode is sponsored by EMS Manager. Um go check them out. They can get a, you can get a free trial of their innovative and easy-to-use software over at emsmanager.net. And uh, I'll try to get the, uh, some more information about them a little bit later on. Um, but what I, I thought it would be a good idea, Josh, since we're kind of recording the show, and we had talked about this uh, earlier, is to um, put some, some key topics that we're looking to cover over the next few weeks and sort of put it out there to the masses to comment on Facebook and on the blog um, on their thoughts on some of these topics so that we can sort of make them almost subtopics or talking points when we go into these topics a little more in depth. I think it's also fair to give everybody a heads up and then, you know, something is near and dear to their heart and they've listened to the show and they want to call in and comment. Yeah. They have the opportunity now. Yeah, and some of these we've sort of we've covered, we've had whole shows on. Some of them we've sort of um, discussed during shows. Um, but well, I think they're, they're the type of things that, that are sort of like a um, sort of run through the 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 bloodstream almost of of EMS, where you know it's these are topics I think that are important to people. And if you look at any place online that, that's talking about these these topics, you know, they become very passionate. You look at some of these Facebook threads on, on topics like this, you know, it, it's very passionate, you know. Mm-hmm. And and this is why I think it's why I, I think it was, it was a good idea that we did this show tonight because of the fact that it gives people an opportunity to be passionate and actually have a, maybe even a bigger voice because it will be out there in an audio sort of format. And, you know, and I'd always be encouraged people to call up. So if any of the topics that we are talking about tonight, you know, you, you're passionate about, keep an eye on, on, on for the show and on, on, on uh, uh, Facebook, on, on Josh's Facebook page at Wando.com and at the EMS Office Hours um, 
uh, Facebook page as well. And, you know, give us some, some ideas on your thoughts about these topics and then call in. You know, the call-in number is toll-free. You can give us a call during the live shows and jump in on the conversation. Let us know your thoughts. So that's what we're trying to, I think, encourage um, on on tonight's show is to get sort of get the juices flowing and get people prepared for the next, uh, for the upcoming weeks. Oh, 100%. And I think think that part of that is understanding that all of these – points that we are talking about have more than a common connection in EMS. They have, um, they all affect each other. I mean, you know. Yeah, in a lot of ways they do. You're right. You know, pay, respect, uh, whether people approach this as a part-time thing, um, you know, what their education is, uh, you know, all of these things uh, wrap into what are how we appear to the public, yeah. and I and I think as you were saying before that some of the things that we um, that that we do as a sort of an organization, not an organization, as a community, um, affect how we appear to the public, and even right. in some of our uh, our uh, the the way that we communicate with each other. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm skirting around, you know. The, no, but you know what, what you said. Well, the thing is, is too, is, is that it, I think what I think uh, uh, the challenge that you and I are going to have um, on, on some of these topics is trying to keep them separate because it's so easy to sort of blend in a few of the, the, what we're going to talk about, you know, with each other. You know, um, I mean, let, let's just talk, let's talk about one of the topics we, we, we're going to cover, which is you mentioned the e, you know EMS pay. You know, um, you, you look online, you see some of the, the this disparity of. I mean, one of the popular uh, memes out there on, on some of the Facebook fan pages are the comparison of you know EMS worker and fast food worker. You know, <laughs> and the differences in the qualifications, the differences in in in, in pay, um, <clears throat> and you know it. I repost that on my on my Facebook page, and I and I and I say, you know, facial workers kind of have a hard job too. Got people that work in that that industry, the facial worker probably think their job sucks, and they're not getting paid enough either, you know. Um, but I think the the uh, I guess the underlying sort of comparison is not so much whose job is worse than the other or whose job is better than the other, but the qualifications for each job. And how the pay is so much different. You know, fast food worker is an entry level sort of, you know, work for people that are just getting out into the workforce. You know, a lot of times, and it's not a six month, year, two year training program that you're going through to understand, you know, medical, you know, uh, uh, issues. You know, understand the, the human body and understanding. Um, it's an know, Operations, operations that are out there. That you that you're exposed to on a day-to-day basis in um, in EMS, you know the, the things that the the, the 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 sort of split decisions you have to make, you know. Uh, it's an education, the, the Jim. Yeah, you know. I mean, it, that's that's really what. Uh, uh, hold on one second. I just had a fault with my browser. Um, it is, you know, it everything that we do centers around what we know 
Uh Um, You know, we're asked to do, as paramedics, we're asked to do more and more each year. We're asked to take on more responsibilities. Newer equipment uh, coming out every, t- every every time you turn around. Something newer new equipment. Yeah, and that affects EMTs, too. That you're responsible for, you know, um, and even EMTs nowadays. But what are EMTs that are doing EMTs as well now? You, you know, there are some areas that are, are getting EMTs to perform a 12-lead and submit the 12-lead to, to, you know, to an ER. Um, you know, in addition to things like the aspirin administration, the nitroglycerin um, administration, nebulizer uh, administration, uh, EpiPens, you know, and even now medications by IN. Yeah, and even things like uh, um, you know giving Narcan is another mm-hmm. thing now that that EMTs are not everywhere, but there are places that are exploring this, that are implementing these types of things. Um, and you'll get arguments, you know, regarding that. I mean, you know, the, you know, EMTs doing too much with a sort of almost stepping on, you know, paramedic toes. But it's, I think, you know, that's a, an argument, I guess, that we can have. That's not another show if you think about it. Well, but, that's sort of what this show is, right? It's a show yeah. of shows. Right. Because these are things we're going to discuss in depth. I mean, one of the things that we definitely want to cover is this um, uh, this program in New York City to pilot uh, uh, police officers that, to give IN uh, Narcan right. to suspected overdose. And then, and, and then there you go again. It's it's the same you know sort of thing where now you're giving the responsibility that we have to somebody else. So, uh, are we getting paid so little because so many other people can do our job? I think it's a lack of understanding um, what we do and how we do it. And I'll be honest with you, I think this lack of understanding is pervasive throughout the industry, including our own people. I don't think sometimes our own people, our own management really understands what we do. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, and it's it's hard. And you think about some of the, um, you talk about pay, the, the differences in hourly rates across the country, you know, for EMTs and for paramedics, you know, um, it's so different, you know, and, and, you know, I meant that I made a comment about this on one of the Facebook pages. They talk about education in EMS and, you know, um, that paramedics should have at least an associate's degree or, you know, preferably a master's degree. And you look online at job, um, uh, uh, listings for uh, paramedics and the ones that ask for an associate's degree or a pat- bachelor's degree and the pay difference, it, it's like they're, they're offering you like a dollar more an hour if you have a bachelor's degree, you know, but if you have the certificate, you get paid a dollar less, but you're doing the same exact job. And why is that? I mean, is that just to encourage well, you to get that degree? Or How is that, that a recognition? Though, a dollar more an hour. What's I understand. The encouragement. That's the thing. Well, to some people, a dollar an hour is a lot, I, I which is also an unfortunate statement but of where know, we are. People started yelling at me on on the on the post about how you know um, we have to get past that mentality of you know that you have to have pay before the education. That people aren't going to go get the education unless you have to pay to sort of entice them to follow through with it. You, you know, know, I know something. I think that's a, a fallacy. I think that 
people won't get the education until they're uh, for the majority. I think that there are a number of people who get higher level degrees. We all have worked with individuals who have everything from uh, uh, an associates in paramedicine, right. all the way up to PhDs and, sure. and LDs and, right. and uh, JDs and, and whatnot. So you know, um, you know that almost wraps into what are those people who have like a, a, a JD and are full time, um, you know, uh, lawyers. What are they doing riding a bus uh, once a month? Are they yeah. really as good as the guy who's doing it every day? Even yeah. though they used to do it every day, we just acknowledge that everything right. changes. So, you know, I mean, where do we put, I guess the real question here, Jim, is where do we put a stake in the ground and say, you know what, for the field, this is not acceptable. And I, and I think that we step. You mean we, having too we, much education is not acceptable? No, no, no. When we, when, when, as, look. We're all around the country. We're subject to different systems from dual medic and uh, certified uh, advanced training all all the way up, you know, to, you know, as as professional as you can get as far as education and and training, uh, because there's I think there's a difference between education and training. And I think they both um, are important in this field to where we have MVOs, where we have a part-time guy coming from the drugstore who's going to drive the ambulance and drive you and your patient, um, yeah. hopefully, safety, safely to and from the scene. And, I, and you have to ask yourself, you know, and like I said, a lot of these topics sort of blend in, and you talk about things like that where, you know, is, it, is EMS more of a hobby for some people or is it viewed as a hobby? you know, for some people. But even so, know. what does that do to the people? It always seems to be a mix. You know, there's not so many systems uh, anymore that seem to have uh, all volunteer. They always seem to have one or two uh, paid elements to them, and I don't well, mean personnel. Well, I think the volunteer, the volunteer model doesn't work as well as it used to in, in the past. And Damn, the agencies, did you just say that? Yeah, these, these agencies that... Uh, you Send know, your uh, emails to Jim Hoffman. Yeah, well, these, these agencies that, that are volunteer agencies start to realize they can't turn out crews, especially certain certain hours, certain hours when their members are working, you know, a full-time job or even two jobs right. or they have a family that they have to. And I also think that to. there's a confusion on, you know, they're a volunteer agency, so they staff their ambulances with volunteers. However, they charge for their services. And I'm like, well, if you're not paying your staff, yeah. you know, you're charging for services for that's what? A, that's something, too. I mean, I know, I know, listen, I know we're kind of all over the place and jumping around, you know, today. And, you and know, we're, okay. we're going to try to focus, zero in on some of these topics that we're talking about. Um, okay. But I've, I've, education. I've, I've seen things like you're talking about, the volunteers, where, um, they will they will bill the patient, and if they get paid great, if they don't, okay, they squash it. And then you have other volunteer agencies that are more aggressive, and they'll send two, three, um, you know, billing notices to uh, the patient. Veto the snake. What? Veto the snake. They send. Yeah. You know, it takes out your kneecaps. 
Yeah, but yeah. then you need to call, call an ambulance again, yeah. and then you incur another bill. Right, so right. It's that well, that's the thing. It's, it's, yeah, that's the thing. It's like, you know, like you're saying, you're asking your people to volunteer. You're, 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 you're singing at the volunteer agency. You're asking for donations from the community, but you're sort of doing sort of like a, a third-party kind of soft billing to the patient because they have insurance. You know, and you try to get it, get the insurance to pay. Now, no, some places don't ask for the co-pays. They don't mm -hmm. ask for the, the patients themselves to have any out-of-pocket. They just sort of ask, okay, you did take the ambulance, you know, submit the bill to the insurance company, you know, and whatever they pay, we're going to accept. Right. You know what I mean? Now, I, I don't know. Well, I actually I volunteer. That, you know what I mean? I volunteer. You know that. Uh, but my agency, we, we don't even bill the pay. Everything is done free, and that's part of our um, that's part of our spiel. So you know, look, every organization you need money. I mean, money makes the world go round. Let's you know this this doesn't happen on the goodwill of everybody involved. People don't supply us with bandages just because we don't yeah. charge. Uh, so we have to get this stuff from somewhere, and we do get a good deal of donations. But you know, in the sense of true volunteerism. It's we're we're just happy to be there. And yeah, how many people, there are others. How many that people there, though, Josh? Are, are left. there are, are 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 there as a hobby? Right. You know, or you know, don't work, or just, don't work EMS full time. Something cool or, to do. Yeah, yeah. And not, they work. They don't work EMS full time. They, you know, I I've known people who worked EMS because it was an easy sort of part time. Um, gig they could pick up if they were a firefighter or a police officer or something like that, and they were an EMT, so they grabbed, you know, you couldn't work, you couldn't get paid in New York City as a part-time firefighter. There was no such, you know, such thing. There was no such thing as part-time police, so you had your EMT card, and you became, you know, you went and did your EMT thing part-time, you know, um, and then you get, I, I work with medics who were uh, engineers, and they worked as a medic, you know, once a week, you know, because they, they wanted to keep their your card going, you know. Um, right. It's like, you know, is there anything wrong? And then you have the other end of the spectrum with people who are just your regular, like you said, you know, some guy who works at the pharmacy or works at the supermarket, and he's got his EMT card, and he does it, you know, once a month, um, responds to, you know, a hot job here and there as a volunteer, and, you know, uh, uh, gets his feet sort of, you know, gets his hands dirty, gets his feet wet um, doing it. So when you talk about it being a hobby, you're not just sort of zeroing in on the people who who are the the volunteer type person. You're also talking about the professionals who have professional degrees or professionals doing something else, and they're dabbling in EMS. You know, they're dabbling in, in the whole, you know, EMS. And sure, they've got the training, they've got the education to be a paramedic or an EMT, but job-wise, you know, it's, it's dabbling. You know what I mean? They're not doing it full-time. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, yep. So, Josh, what I want to do real quick, I know this is sort of a short show. I want to go ahead and just uh, uh, take a quick two-minute break here and play a little bit about um, EMS Manager. Um, let them go, you know, go ahead and, and play that. and uh, Rock and roll, man. Just Let's a do quick it. little break. So we'll be right back. Uh, Dick, listen to this great message. This episode of EMS Office Hours is sponsored by EMS Manager. They've consistently been helping EMS agencies save time and energy with their innovative web-based software 
for staff scheduling and management. There's a mobile web app accessible from smartphones and other mobile devices with an easy-to-use web interface viewable from anywhere on the Internet. You can check your own schedule and managers and staff can oversee, manage, and make changes to employee schedules from anywhere. Captain Chris Eaton from Springfield Township Fire Department, Springfield, Ohio, says EMS Manager has cut our scheduling time nearly in half. It's allowed our trades to be monitored more efficiently and cut down the headache of scheduling dramatically. Nate and the entire staff have been prompt in answering our questions and correcting any problems that have arisen. Great system. It's affordable, too. Pricing for EMS managers based on the size of your organization and because it's web-based, your employee schedule and software is located in the cloud, meaning there are no local additional IT costs to worry about. And there's always free training, free tech support, and free system software updates. If you want this for your system, check out the free customizable trial of EMS Manager at emsmanager.net. I want to thank EMS Manager for sponsoring EMS Office Hours and other shows from the ProMed Network. EMS Manager is proud to support EMS providers and managers through the sponsorship and the support of what we do. Show your support for them. Take a few minutes and sign up for the free trial at emsmanager.net. Show them that you appreciate their support by trying out the software. Visit emsmanager.net for Aladtech's EMS Manager for online employee scheduling and workforce management. Let them know you heard it here on EMS Office Hours. This is Paramedic Elias Redding from California, and you're listening to the EMS Office Hours podcast. All right. Well, you know, I, I tell you, I love the fact that EMS Manager, um, you know, sponsors us, Josh. They really are supportive in, in this this show. So, um, really, guys, if you're listening, you're thinking about getting some sort of employment management software, go and try out that that uh, trial. I think you won't you will not regret it. Um, so, Josh, the, the other thing I think that uh, I want to just try to cover here, uh, you know, tonight as well, is this um, something I saw in one of the threads. Uh, uh, on Facebook, where they they were talking about the bigger EMS websites, um, you know, EMS1.com, Gems.com, and uh, EMS World, where they sort of are are just like this newsy thing where anything to do with with the paramedic or an EMT, they post it. You know, um, doesn't matter if it's uh, uh, you know work related, non work related. You know, if you get a paramedic that was, uh, you know, had, got divorced or something with his, with his wife, something like that, and it happened off-duty, and for some reason it's a mess of divorce and it makes a local newspaper, it's almost like they have like an automatic sort of news feed that just pulls it in and ends up on the website, you know, uh, giving you a bigger, sort of like a bigger audience. And I guess the question they were asking is, you know, should these these websites really be, Focusing on the negative things like that uh, of EMS when we're trying so hard to get more of a positive uh, view of what we do and uh, making the perception of what we do, uh, you know, 
more positive and to make it seem more more professionals, especially when some of these things are things that go on off duty. They're not even related to somebody's job, you know. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and and I wonder, you know, we can, I, and I have to maybe do a show about that and, and talk about sort of the responsibility that they have and even the responsibility, Josh, that like people like you and I have when you talk about things like this that go on, you know, on air and, and you know, in our Facebook pages and stuff like that and on Twitter and, and you know, should we be bringing television? Or like some of the big publicists like Gems. Yeah, EMS one. It's like it's like you don't. It's like listen. Some things that happen off duty, I think, should be posted because they do affect on duty stuff. You get you get a DUI, you know, um, you know, sexual sort of uh, uh, deviancy and or some of the racism stuff you might have seen out there. Um, you know, I, I think that that can bleed into uh, what we do on the street. You know, it does have an effect on what you, what you do on the street. You know, mm-hmm. um, but some of the things that I've seen, you know, don't necessarily kind of go hand in hand or, or to try to try to match it up with what you do as a provider is sort of a stretch, you know, and should we make should we should we be making that stretch and sort of, you know, um, sort of pairing them up and making it so evident. You know, if it makes the news in a local newspaper, fine, let it make the news. Why should some of these national things, you know, sort of be be focusing on it and putting a bigger spotlight on it than it has to be, you know? Well, I, I'm not exactly – I mean, what are you getting at? What? I mean, what are you getting at? How the hell do I want to know? I'm just putting it out there. You're supposed to take it and run. <laughs> no, what I'm trying to say is that, you know, there are certain um, things. I mean, are you on. asking for responsibility in journalism? No, not, not, not necessarily that, but I, I think responsibility to the profession. Since you are a, a niche um, sort of website, right? It's a niche website. You're focused on EM, EMTs, paramedics, dispatchers. Uh, EMS issues. Right. So... When you see, it's much easier to find negative. That you know, we've talked about this before too. It's much easier to find the negative um, article. That's the stuff that's in the yeah. mainstream, because right. and it's it's much yeah. easier to find the negative stuff. But it's almost like lazy site. journalism. Right, right. Why not? Why? I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Why aren't these these uh, these you know these websites and all looking for looking harder for some of the positive things that go on? And I talked about this with somebody from my job. We talked about um, uh, uh, sort of having uh, almost like a monthly sort of press release to put out to the local newspapers on the good stuff we've done over the month. You know, recognize the STEMI, maybe a cardiac arrest save, um, you know, something that, some special training that we did, a new piece of equipment that we got. Um, things like that, and I always try. I've been, and, and we've been talking about this, and how it's a great idea for agencies to do little press releases like that and put it out to the local, your local newspaper, your local um, media, and try to get some positive traction. And you're not going to get it every time you send it out to them. They're going to ignore half of those press releases, but there might be one or two things in that press release that might, even if it's a slow news week. 
they might pick it up and then give some great positive you know, coverage to you and your agency, right? And then that's the type of stuff that GEMS and EMS1 and EMS World and some of these bigger uh, EMS websites can pick up and focus on that sort of thing more than picking up the easy stuff, which is, you know, paramedic, you know, pulled over for DUI or paramedic assaulted, uh, you know, arrested for a bar fight or whatever, you know, whatever the case may be. You know what I'm saying? Does that, that make yeah. sense? No, it does. But at the same time, I think it is idealistic. I, I, I do. I don't I think. think that. I, I have an ideology of goodness for everyone. In I, I know. You're a very positive spin guy, which right. is why they call, me positive, they call me positive energy genie. That Jimmy you know, energy. and, and that's why you genie. survived for so many years in yeah. EMS, because exactly. otherwise Thank this you. thing would have just crushed your spirit. Thank you. Crushed me like, crushed me like the dirt I am. Under, crushed under you the, like the of a EMS bad not negative negativism negative negativism you can say that negativism yeah, i might be uh, i might just made that word up but you know the I'm art of being it. negative yeah the art of being negative exactly but i don't think i honestly yeah i don't think it comes down to that i think it comes down to how we view ourselves um how the uh, people, I mean, there is a lot of nuances to this field, and and I don't think that anybody quite covers us correctly or comments on yeah. us yeah. well unless they're in it. You know, well, like, well, how many and times? that's probably some of the problems with these sort of you know more mainstream. I hate to use this more mainstream uh, outlets like you know the big like Gems and EMS One and. It's and it's Some funny stuff. you say that because I, I know you, like, how many times do you see that like, we get covered in the local paper, and and you talk things about you know ambulance driver this or you know New York City does this a lot you know uh, uh, you know firefighters rescue so and so they look at the picture and you can clearly see they're, they're medics right you know what I mean and um, they're medics from a private organization yeah and this, and this is the thing that kills me I didn't that, know I was a firefighter yeah but this is what, what I was saying before about sort of having maybe a monthly sort of press release to send out to your local agency to clarify some of this stuff and point out and 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 never use the term ambulance driver don't you know, use the term paramedic use the term emergency medical technician and firefighter or police officer as it pertains to anything that you're talking about. But you've got, you know, you can put that out there. And, and that, I think, you know, listen, it's not an overnight thing. It's not a, some kind of a, you know, one-shot deal. But I think over time, it starts changing that mindset and that perception of, of what we're called and how we're seen. Um, you know, there was a thing uh, up here where the local newspaper kept calling um Ambulance driver, ambulance driver, ambulance driver. There was, a, there was an accident, and the paramedic was driving the ambulance, and and do the whole thing. Ambulance driver, ambulance driver, ambulance driver. This, ambulance driver, that. And the president of the company wrote uh, a letter to the journalist and said, "Listen, you kept using that. This person is not an ambulance driver. He was a paramedic. This whole thing." And the journalist came back and said, "Pretty much, that ambulance driver is what the general public recognizes. You know." It's what is going to sell and and make the reader understand, you know. It's lazy, and and that's just it. it. It's like you know. I think that if we were to to sort of maybe take and you've talked about this about how we own things in this business, right? If we take ownership, if we take ownership of some of this, you know, over time it can be changed. You know, um, 
You know, I, I don't know. Like, like I said, we said that on this show too, Josh. We don't have the answers for any of this, any of the stuff we're talking about. Trying to get it out there. I'm hoping that some of the things that we brought up tonight, that we're going to make bigger topics in the weeks to come, that people listening will go ahead and make a comment on the blog at emsofficehours.com, on the Facebook page, the Facebook uh, fan page, uh, uh, EMS Office Hours on Facebook, um, or even on our individual pages, you know, even on your page, Want New on Facebook as well. Do it often. You know, go ahead and comment and let us know what you think about this this show and what topics, you know, what we covered tonight you want to hear more about and the things that you want to cover more. You know, one of the things that I did want to say was uh, um, that we're going to have a, a friend of ours uh, on the show who is uh, sort of a like-minded activist, but he's also an educator. He was a he is a retired professor from Long Island, and he's a paramedic and a paramedic instructor. He's very involved with this, and he has you know sort of joined us in wanting to give a educated opinion on some of these points and I hope he'll jump on and we'll we'll get his he is actually yeah too. he said to me you know? that he's very very interested in in you know like he did last week and, it, and josh i want to say something too with that you know it's funny we talked about this too but he joined us on that show and he just found such that it was such a great sort of venue to get out his opinion and the opinions of what he's heard his fellow paramedics and his students, you know, talk about. And this is what I'm trying to do, what we're trying to do today is, is, is just stress to people that this show is to try to give the the listeners a, a bigger voice. And this is why it's called EMS Office Hours. It's the, the hours that you have, you know, in with us in this sort of, you know, virtual office here. You know, in the within the podcast, you know, so and this is why I, I I really encourage people to to join us on some of these upcoming live shows. Call in toll free if you're uncomfortable calling in and talking on the air. That's cool because you know, it can be a little daunting to some people. But we have a live chat room as well. Every you know every week, you can go ahead and join us in the live chat, and we'll bring your commentary and what you're saying in the chat room onto the show as well. We try to include everybody. We're an yeah. inclusive, you know, thing. Well, we want to keep it. Uh, we want to keep it um, in the moment. You know, yeah, addressing exactly. these things as people are, uh, as yep. people come up with, uh, you know, their opinions, their points about our conversation. Right. Because exactly. they can't join us, you know, by calling in, they can still join us in the chat. So we don't want to leave them out. Right. Exactly. Josh, why don't we end it there? I think we, right. we've sort of given enough little, I guess, fodder to get people out. Enough of a teaser? Yeah, I think enough to get people sort of thinking and, and, and hopefully getting them motivated to look forward to some of the, the upcoming shows. Again, I can't stress enough. Put your co your, your comments here at the blog over blogtalkradio.com. You know, there's lots of places you can leave your comments. Twitter, and you, of course, you can always send me an email direct on your comments as well. My email, my my own very own private email is jhoff at emsseo.com, and I would love to get your comments as well. I'm going to tell you one thing. Since I, I have that, that sort of um, uh, focused email, Josh, and mm -hmm. I put that out on my 
Monday minutes for the for the other for the blog and my other website. I've been getting a lot of questions and comments from people since they have a great way to contact me. So, and it's sort of an easy to remember email. So, um, I encourage people to do that. I I respond to every email I get. So don't be you don't know. Be shy. So it, basically, what you're telling listeners of this show is, if you don't get in touch with us, you have no bitch. Right. There is there is no reason. Stop don't whining. Complain. Stop, Stop whining. whining. Take right. your take your thirteen dollars an hour and uh, you know be happy with it. Right. You know. I mean, cool. you're supposed to sit with that broken down uh, right. vehicle and well, and not uh, to give you any any more money or. We fight. are absolutely not going to yeah, even not shed one single tear. Yeah. I have some giveaways too. Um, that you own it. That I can work into the upcoming shows where I'm through a online um, web app, uh, CME web app that's accredited uh, called Med 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 Drills Emmy Drills. It's called it's M E D R I L L S dot com. Hey, I, I'll give you something. I'm not done. You're not done. Okay. Right. Oh wait, you done yet? No, but okay. you can go to their site. You can see what it's all about. They've got. Um, apps for the droid and for the iphone ipad and they were kind enough to give me some um uh codes for a couple of the uh iphone ipad apps so uh, i'm going to try to figure a way to give those away to some of the listeners on some of the upcoming weeks here um maybe if they send you an email sure something like that and and i'd love that to you only can hear listening on this show right, exactly and i'll give away some uh, i'll give you a code and I don't have all that many, but um, you know, sort of first come, first serve type thing. But it's free, you know. It's a it's a way to get free, you know, accredited CEU for your you know recertification with national right off your iPad. What was that? Right, right on your iPad. It's so, cool. Why not jump on it? Cool. Go check them out. It, you know what? It's I M E Drill M E Drills dot com. You can see what they're all about if you go there. You just can, for the spontaneity of it, Jim. Just for the spontaneity and. You know, if listeners actually listen through everything and they're they're going down to the very end of this show and you've made it through this show and you tuned in Sunday night, if you respond by to an email to Jim and he put his email earlier in this podcast and I'll make a bet that it's going to be posted and it'll be at the end of this podcast, I'll make a bet. So you have no excuse for not emailing Jim. But if you email him by Monday, this is this podcast would be posted Sunday at seven. So Monday at seven, email Jim with some sort of topic or something else like that. Put in your address, and I will send you a oxygen wrench. How about that? Cool. And if you want to see what Josh's wrenches are about, if you don't know what they what what they're all about, go check out com. Right. Well, how about that? You know, you got to put a little bit into it. You got to own the process. See what you're it's not your, it's not your plastic, crappy wrench. It's minor really effort. A so. little bit of effort will be very greatly rewarded. Exactly. Um, should I limit that, Jim? You think we'll get ten people that will? Uh... Yeah, we'll say if you can say the first five, first ten people. What do you want? Yeah, I mean, send him an email. It's got to arrive in his mailbox by seven uh, Monday night right after the podcast, so basically we're giving you 24 hours. Exactly. You listen to this, you will be rewarded. There you go. How about that? 
Sounds great. Sounds like a great deal. All right, Josh, let's end it there, and um, I'll you know, and I will see you next week, and we'll pick one of the sub subjects we talked about and make it into a show for a full um, sixty minutes. And you're going to announce that as well, right? You're going to do yeah, lots of pre. Yeah, I'm going to put stuff. I'm going to. We'll pick one of the ones, and I'll and we'll start to throw it out there during the week, so people probably tune into your Twitter account. Exactly. Exactly. So you can get me on Twitter, of course, at EMS Safe, and get all the stuff on that as well. So sounds good. All right, Josh, that's it. All right, Jim, it was good having a good uh, talking to you. All righty, all right, everyone, that's it for us. Um, again, thanks for listening. To, I know it's not a live show; it's just a recording. I appreciate you joining us. But we're live right now. Right, but we're, we're live right not, now. We're not live exactly. tomorrow. Well, we hopefully will be still live tomorrow, but this show. I know, will be but now, but you got to be quiet because my dogs are going to stop barking because you're making much noise. You got it. All right. So say, see you next week, guys. Uh, as always, Jim Hoffman. Don't forget that email. It's jhoff at emssco.com. Until next week, guys, as always, Jim Hoffman, stay safe.